You are listening to Smart Women's Dating Podcast, episode number 49. Welcome to Smart Women's Dating Podcast. I am your host, certified life coach Lærke Nielsen, and I help smart, independent women attract the love they deeply desire without having to chase or settle. This podcast will give you the mindset tools and insights you need to finally crack the code to your love life. Are you ready? Then let's go. Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Being a dating coach and speaking to many, many women about finding love and the process of dating, I see some recurring patterns. I see some problems or challenges that come up for many of you. And what I just want to say about this is that this is actually in a way good because it's a sign that it has nothing to do with you. It's not because you are broken or just not capable of making it work. A lot of the mistakes, so to speak, that we make are due to our programming, our conditioning and human nature. So you are not alone. And so I wanted to share with you some of these mistakes so you can see that it's very common. And if you're doing this, you can stop yourself and find another way forward. And I talked about failure last week and how the only true failure is giving up or never trying. And the rest is learning. So I want to offer to you that the mistakes I'm going to share with you today are all opportunities to learn. So today I'm going to talk about three mistakes that I often see women make in dating and that can either keep you single or make you attract the same guys that are not right for you again and again. And I'm going to tell you what they consist of and how you know if you're doing this and why it's getting in your way, why it's a problem for you. And then, of course, I will tell you how to fix it. So mistake number one, you're not truly owning that you want a serious relationship, even if you think so. Now, how does this show up? If someone reads your dating profile, for instance, they might not be able to say whether you're looking for a friend to hang out with or a romantic partner. You are not articulating it. This can also show up in your photos. If you only show photos of yourself seen from a distance, doing some kind of activity or sport, and he can't see your face clearly and without sunglasses. And in practice, you are also open to casual dates and meeting men that do not comply with your standards. And you are uncomfortable having the talk about what he's looking for. And also you feel that it's pushy if you say what you're looking for. Now, the root cause here is that you might not believe enough in yourself and your ability to attract a healthy, long-lasting relationship. And that makes you aim too low and have too low standards. So on an unconscious level, you might think that casual or situationship, that's better than nothing. And you tell yourself that like this, you will be less at risk of being disappointed. And you might also be afraid of being vulnerable and it feels vulnerable for you to say that you want long-lasting love if you don't fully believe you are worthy of it or capable of it. It feels vulnerable admitting that you want something if you don't fully believe that you will succeed in having it. And when you are not fully owning that desire, you are not taking that part of yourself seriously. So you are, maybe without warning it, signaling that you just want someone to hang out with and nothing is really serious. And then that is what you're attracting. And when you attract that, voila, 
It confirms your belief that you can't have a serious relationship, so you get a full circle there. Now, already knowing that this is going on is of course the first step in changing it, but how do you fix this? You want to of course work on the mindset part of it and practice stepping into that version of you who already has the loving and long-lasting relationship. Practice believing that it's possible and imagine what would it feel like if you already had it. But you also want to take some concrete actions while you work on the mindset part. So take a look at your profile and check if it's really 100% clear that you are looking for a romantic partner, not just someone to hang out with or go on a bike trip with or a hiking tour. Are you using the words love, romance, committed relationship, long-lasting relationship or different versions of that? And do you have at least one photo close up of your face without sunglasses and where you are smiling directly to the camera? And is there just a tiny bit of sweetness in your profile, in your eyes, your smile, or in your text? Or would this be a perfectly good profile for getting new friends or professional contacts? And then, even if it's stated in your profile, and maybe also in his, you want to ask him, either before meeting or on the very first date, you want to ask him what he's looking for in terms of relationship. And you want to also share what you are looking for. And the earlier you do that, the better. And this is both because you don't want to waste your time on someone who's looking for something else. And also it signals to him that you are someone with a clear idea of what you want. And the earlier you have this discussion, the easier it will be to keep it as a general discussion and not be about him in particular. Imagine you have this discussion on your very first date and you tell him what you're looking for and ask him what he's looking for. He cannot possibly make it mean something about him because you only just met. So the second mistake that I notice a lot of women do is that they are either not discerning enough, they go out with just about anyone who invites them, or they're being too critical and they do not want to go out with anyone. It's about striking this balance so you have like one to two dates per week. And the root cause here is that you don't have a good instinct for choosing who to give a first chance. You might put too much weight on what you see or don't see in the profile. And that can lead you to be too critical. Because the profile is never a clear reflection of the man. It's just a snapshot of how he chooses to present himself. Or maybe you believe that the reason you are single is that your standards are too high. And maybe some of your friends told you that. So now you decided to open yourself up to dating just anyone who asks you. Now the consequence of being open to going on dates with basically everyone who asks you is that it becomes draining and it leads you nowhere. You end up confirming that you have too high standards since now you went on all these dates and none of them led you to a relationship. And in reality, you might not have high enough standards or clear enough standards. And on the other hand, when you go on practically no dates from a belief that no one is an interesting match for you, you don't get to meet enough and you confirm the belief that there's no one interesting out there for you. And often this is where you expect to feel some kind of attraction already from the profile photo or you expect that when the right one is there, you can just feel it, even online. And this is not true because you can't always feel that. And in both cases, it's because you don't really know what's important to look for when you match with a man 
and in the early exchanges you have with him before you decide that you want to go on a date with him. So, how do you fix this? You want to be clear on your criteria, but you don't want to have too many early on. So, the age bracket, educational background and geography is important, and then photos where you see his face, no sunglasses, and you're not directly turned off by them. So, if this fits, this is a first gate approval. Then you want to notice if he takes initiative and in what way, and if he shows you interest. Ideally, we would want him to invite you out with a few days' notice, and if you can't on that day, he suggests he will find another time. If he tries to set up a date on the same day as you match, and then you tell him that you can't, he will not disappear. He will come up with a new suggestion. And also, if he shows genuine interest in you and getting to know you by asking you questions in the app before meeting, those are good signs as well. Feeling attracted from your side is not a requirement at this stage. You will want to wait with evaluating that after three to five dates if everything goes well. And then you want to be more discerning as you get to know him more and have more information to make your decision on. Now, if you have a large number of matches and they all more or less fit your criteria, well, then good for you. But you'll have to select among them as you can't go on dates with all of them. And then you can add in a video date or a phone call to sort of screen them before you meet them in person. The key point here is choose among the men that have okay to great profiles and that show you interest. The pool of men who want to connect with you and who want to invite you out. Don't go for those that are hesitant and slow to answer or to invite you just because they look good. The third mistake I see a lot of you do is that you become too emotionally invested early on when you meet someone interesting. And here are some ways this could show up for you. You start feeling anxious when you don't hear from him after a period of time, even if you had only two or three dates. You are overthinking what he thinks and feels about you and overanalyzing his actions instead of allowing yourself time to find out what you feel about him. You're imagining a lot about your future together, even if you've only known him shortly. For instance, you imagine what it would feel like to introduce him to your friends or go on a vacation with him, or maybe you even imagine what the name tag on the door would look like when you move in together. You stop writing other men, even if you had only two or three dates with this guy. And you really, really want to have certainty of whether he wants to move forward as well, and you feel an urge to plan something that would be the next step. Like, you could be fantasizing about inviting him for a weekend somewhere. And of course, you can't help yourself from daydreaming a little bit about him. And in your mind, the relationship is way further ahead than it is in real life. And the root cause here is that you might be in a scarcity mindset. You might be thinking that there are so few men that could be good matches for you, so when you finally meet someone, it just has to work. Otherwise, it will be another five years of endless swiping. And why is this a problem? It's of course a problem for you if you get too attached and it turns out that he isn't good for you in the end and you will experience a mini heartbreak after that. Also, you are shifting your energy and even if you don't notice it yourself, he might actually pick up on that. He can feel that you are in a more needy energy. 
So when before you were a confident woman who was living your best life, now you shift into being more dependent and maybe a little bit graspy. And usually a man can feel that shift. Now, how do you fix that? Again, you want to work on the mindset part of this. Pull down the guy from the pedestal and remind yourself that you barely even know him yet. And then open yourself up to believing that there are in fact many men out there that could be good matches for you. You just haven't met them yet. Then practice slow dating. Take it slow. Get to know him. Remember that you will still need to have the same feelings for him in two or three months. He still hasn't proven to you that he could be the one. You haven't seen the full picture yet. And you're not doing yourself a favor by moving too fast. So try to see him only every 7 to 10 days in the beginning and align yourself to getting to know him over a period of 2 or 3 months before you decide what you think. At the same time, continue writing and seeing and dating other men. Remind yourself of how long it takes to get to know someone. The guy that seems uninteresting in the beginning can turn out to be super nice and someone with a lot to offer once you see more of his personality. And the guy who seems to be just right in the beginning can eventually turn out to be flaky and unstable after the first months. You never can fully predict this. You have to let the connection develop in a natural pace. And in order to do this in a time-efficient way, you want to practice circular dating where you see maybe three different guys, just getting to know them and experiencing them in different situations. This will also shift your energy. It's difficult to be attached to all three if you are seeing three different guys and there's a natural tendency that this will bring your energy back to yourself instead. And then the final thing you want to remember to avoid getting early attached is to continue living your best life, doing all the things that you enjoy and that light you up. Make a list of them if necessary. Be sure to cultivate your friend circle. It's really important when you're dating because it's going to make you much more resilient. And let's say someone cancels a date last minute. When you know you're meeting up with friends the next day, it's less of a big deal that you don't have a date right now. And you also don't want your dating life to be a significant part of your social life, like if you wouldn't go out much if it wasn't for dating. Also, having a passion that feels equally or maybe even more important than a man is something that shifts your energy. And it not only makes you more resilient, but also more attractive. This sounds counterintuitive, but it's true. Having a life purpose, something that you feel very passionate about and that give you a direction in life, is very attractive. So these were some common mistakes I see women make in dating, and I've done all of them myself, so there's definitely no judgment from my side. But I thought it would be valuable for you to know that it's very common, and if you recognize this from yourself, you are not the only one who experienced these challenges. If you want to explore the possibilities of working with me as your coach and getting personalized support in all things dating, identifying your challenges, your limiting mindset, getting clear on what you're looking for, believing more in yourself and your future love life, and setting up a profile and start chatting with good and interesting men, then I want you to reach out to me Book a free call with me so we can talk about it. Just click on the link in the show notes or on my website, lærkethelovecoach.com. That was all for today. Have a wonderful week and enjoy dating. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast and you want to get support from a coach on your love journey, 
I invite you to book a free console call with me. You will find the link in the show notes. And also, don't forget to subscribe. And I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast. And then you also help other women find it. 